0: My mom always said, life was like a box of chocolates. I am Iron Man. I see dead people. May the force be
1: with you. To infinity and beyond! I will not die sober!
2: Hey everyone, this is Pop Poor Review the Movie Podcast. I am Matt, along with Jimmy and Kelly. Hi!
0: Hi! Okay,
2: you don't need to scream, Jimmy. <laughs> but you need to talk, to you in, a norm- talk in a normal I, voice. I don't have normal. Uh, you're either quiet or I'm screaming.
0: There's no such thing as a happy medium. Have you met me?
2: But today's a very special episode. It is the second annual Pop Awards. Uh, We have 20 categories. Uh, A couple episodes ago, (laughs) we announced the uh, nominations and um, we added some categories, took away some categories. So we added stunts. We added, um, instead of just scores, original score slash film soundtrack. So we added some things to make it different for the Pop Awards. I wanted to do, I wanted, since we are hosts, I wanted to do a monologue with jokes, but I couldn't really think of any um, or anything I thought of. I didn't think was like laugh out loud funny, but I'm going to give you one that I had in my mind. Okay. So this is the, this is one of the jokes. Uh, Two movies came out in 2020 with very, very, very long titles. One was secure in their name and actually had faith in it and got Oscar nominations. And the second was birds of prey. Excuse me excuse me you're not saying brat. birds of prey was bad you but little brat. i'm sorry did they not have who I, do you know the borat do you know the borat title fully? no but no but do, you know Cre- the, do you know the no. birds of prey one it's birds of prey and the fantabulous emancipation of one harley quinn so right there you're wrong my other one was uh promising young woman got nominated for for us eight awards so you know what that means next year in 2022 there will be about 30 ripoffs of promising young woman then there'll be a promising young man movie okay I uh, I know these aren't the best jokes, but let me just say a couple more. I I, I just wrote some, I was trying to think of some, so I was just testing. This is more of a testing period. Uh, Here's another one. It's great that there is finally a good amount of representation in Hollywood with all the movies in 2020 and 2021, because before that, Emma Stone was playing an Asian American and Julia Roberts was offered to play the role of Harriet Tubman. Oh, those crazy old days of the 2010s. (laughs) Okay, okay. Okay. I know you guys are. Let me just one more. I know. I know this is. I know that you're, you guys are hurting right now. But one, one. One more. Mank was nominated. A movie about an OCD detective starring Tony Shaloub. Wait, that that's not Mank. It, it's Monk. Oh my bad. Well, we're it's gonna painful. move on. Let's I mean, let's just let's start. Let's just get, wait, let's wait, wait, going. wait. I gotta go back to my other soundboard. Okay.
0: Okay. So this is a hostless award. What you're gonna so do we, is you're gonna there, flip that there's over. There's
2: No need for jokes. Um, but. We need jokes. It's an award show. So, what is that, Jimmy? Best. Well, you you're just gonna down. open. What are you, Jane Fonda, or whoever that was at one time? That just. Street. Meryl Streep. Meryl opens it and says the winner. <laughs> no, stop opening it. No one said anything yet. My goodness. You can't. No, you can't read. Let me read. I can nom- Like you can read. Okay. I well, first I'm going to say the drink because uh, you're just yeah. trying to get to awards here. It's called the Golden Bottle. It's gin, champagne, cranberry juice, and sugar. And uh, sugar. This is our first year nominating our own nominations. Uh, last year we did the Oscars and voted off of those. So I just want to say the first year that we were voting and nominating, um, all the popular streaming services got at least one nomination, and then Theatrical got a bunch too. Just pointing that out pointing that out as well, just saying. Also, before we start, if any of these people happen to listen to us, I know it's a very, very slim chance, if you message us on Twitter or Instagram, I will personally put money into making a golden bottle and sending it to you. So that's for you to... Reach out to us for. So what was the first nomination, Jimmy? Let's start. The sound. The nominees are Mank, Soul, and The Sound of Metal. The winner is Sound of Metal. <laughs> well, I'm a little upset with that award, so. Next Why week, are you upset? I want to make to win. Mank had a better sound.
0: But I have to say Sound of Metal, the sound in it is very good compared. Like, it's two different movies. I'd be happy with either or but I voted for sound of metal.
2: But the whole thing about sound of metal is like it's literally like playing with the sound and like Mank is the Mank is more they're using old sounds and like it makes it sound like an old movie, but this was like the movie was about sound the way they played with it. I forgot to I forgot to thank the people who did the sound and the I, uh, the, the people who to thank, the people who won this award for sound of metal. It is Nicholas Becker, Jamie Basket, Michelle uh Kul- Kuletnik, uh, Carlos Cortez and Philip Bleda. The second award is Best, Best song. song. So the nominees for Best Song are Husevich from Eurovision Song Contest, The Story of Fire Saga, Edgar's Prayer from Barb and Stargo to Mar, and The Plan from Tenet. So those are our nominees. Take a listen to each song.
0: Here red and blue outside, I think I options up. I'm a perfect random map, I had to line it up. I be swerving on the waist, it's like a line of wood. But... Moving first, on my turf, I'm out of line. I put in work, I draw the line and cross it
2: first. I need the time, I need the searches. Just like want and make it work. Skirt, skirt, in ever skirt, skirt. the chorus play well i can only do less than 30 seconds i didn't want to get sued oh okay so
0: technically yeah. that's a myth you could get sued regardless but we're okay
2: <laughs> i mean i what are, you, what are
0: you just why are you so like envelope happy open them my god
2: no i just want to say what what's it
0: switch jobs you should have switched jobs oh my god
2: um well we were dancing to the Houston, one so i was I dancing to yeah, you weren't I was, I was like this oh, was but, Unless you mean blink. you were blinking because you did nothing like that. So. Maybe
0: in his head. In his head, he's like he has this whole montage going on in his head and we're just seeing him sit there. like <laughs> <and seriously.
2: laughs> He was having a he was having paralysis, but dancing to Edgar's Prayer at the same time. My leg was cramping up. <laughs> um, so once again the nomina- the nominees were Edgar's Prayer from Barb and Star Go to Vistal Domar, the plan from Tenant, and Husefik um, from Eurovision Song Contest, the story of Fire Saga. Now you can open it, Jimmy. Yeah, it's-
0: please, please. Oh,
2: my God, Jamie, calm down. Oh, my God, it's Edgar's Prayer. No, I'm kidding. It's it's Husevich.
0: I was about to scream. I was literally about to scream if it was Edgar's Prayer. I mean, I it's Edgar's funny, prayer. but...
2: Uh. No, I mean, Husevich is just... I'm sorry. If you just listen to the thing we were talking about, like the little clip we showed, like that that song just, like, I don't know, it hits you right in maybe the feels. You, have to, you know what? Uh, maybe you have to actually see uh, uh, Jamie Dornan, you know, dancing with his feet in the sand and the seagulls. Jimmy.
0: Jimmy, come on. Husefik is also, it's a funny song, but it also, it gets your feels. It's actually a pretty deep ass song that makes you feel good. All right?
2: <sighs> For Husefik, the people who won and get the golden bottle, once again, if you... Wait, hold
0: on. Are we sure you don't want me to do it? I feel like I'm, I am i can do it better.
2: <laughs> no, I just, the Sound of Metal was the only one that I had problems with because I actually went through them all. So Sound of Metal had, had uh, hard names to pronounce. I could just say the first names, but that's not right. Uh, so Husefik is Savan uh kochia fat max goose and ricard uh Gorgenson. okay so congratulations everyone once again if somehow you listen to this or see our social media hit us up and we will i will personally put money in to send you a golden bottle jimmy what is the next award best original score or film soundtrack and the nominees are mank tenant and promising young woman who won Promising Young Woman. Yay! What? No, I said you should have played some music because I like that soundtrack. I was listening to it. There was an idea that I had to play like songs, that like our score that went with the music of each movie, but I was like, that's a lot of buttons to press that I would not be able to press that quickly. So I scrapped
0: that
2: idea. So uh, the winners of this golden bottle are Anthony Willis, Susan Jacobs, Alex Hope, A.G., Jen DeVecchio and Emily Lazar. So congratulations to everyone. I have an applause button, Jimmy. I don't need your applause. I'm sorry. I just have to point out the glaring snub of Soul for score. Um, I can't in good conscience not bring it up. Uh, I'm just sorry. I, I had to. So, Jimmy, what is the next category? Best stunts. The nominees are Birds of Prey, Tenant, and The Old Guard. Jimmy? Who got the golden bottle? I feel like you're doing that extra on purpose. Tenant.
0: What? I'm upset. <laughs> Wait, why are you upset, Kelly? The well, honey birds are afraid to one. I think was much better.
2: <laughs> I don't know. I actually, like, when I, 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 like, weirdly took this very seriously and, like, was going online to watch videos of everything and, like, they had to, like, choreograph fights backwards and i was like that's pretty impressive the winners of the golden bottle are for tenant george coddle dan brown and jackson Spidel. so congratulations to them pick up your golden bottle whenever necessary I, I feel
0: like it's so sad that we did this category and no john wick movie came out this year
2: <laughs> well i think that's i feel like we talked about it so much last year um when we did the oscar or uh, when we did something, we don't like an award show and we talked about like how they should have stunts and I think that's what like made me put stunts in our own award show. So maybe, when does John Wick 4 come out? I think next year. What, two years from now? Okay, so in um, the fourth annual but Pop still, Awards.
0: like think about it, it's so sad that neither Mission Impossible nor John Wick like came out with the movie this year and like we're doing a, like a stunt category and it's like out of all the movies I've ever seen, like those are the two that I feel like really should win at least one.
2: Well, next year Mission Impossible does come out next year, so it could it could so win that this year. Well, I mean, like for the third annual Pop uh, Awards, they can do. Oh. Um, Jimmy, what is the next category? Best visual effects. The nominees are Mank, Tenant. You are just envelope. Um, I'm, I'm getting ready. I am getting ready. Mank, Tenant, and The Invisible Man. Jimmy, who got the golden bottle? You do that on purpose. I feel like you're adding that ASMR. Tenant. Congratulations to Tenet. And those people... Oh, I'm sorry. What? No, it was just... I thought Invisible Man had good special effects. Okay. Well, you can think that.
0: I mean, Invisible Man did have amazing special effects, but you can't beat Tenet, who literally rewound time. Or they literally
2: just played everything in reverse. We'll never know. I literally watched another... Like, the video, video I watched... On YouTube, I think it's about all like how they did to tenant. Um, literally, they said everything was in camera, and I was like, that's pretty impressive. I just remember, I mean, I remember watching the Invisible Man behind the scene thing where she's in the kitchen fighting yeah. with him, and it's just her fighting with a guy in a green screen suit, and it was just very cool. No, I'm not saying Invisible but you know Man, what
0: the thing is? yeah, but you know, what my argument about that is that it's not like anything new, in my opinion, because it's like you know, Harry Potter did that back in 2001. Mm. with the invisible cloak so I, it's like yeah but uh, i don't know innovation it, like not saying that like Tenet is like a whole new innovation thing but it's just like innovation wise it's like it's not that hard for us so, to like pull that off in terms of visual effects i think
2: i feel like for me it's harder to pull off practical effects than visual like then like a computer generated effects so that's why i feel like Tenet yeah. has the upper hand in my opinion but um
0: no yeah i agree that's what i'm saying like it's like he's wearing like a green screen suit. So it's like, yeah.
2: And I'm not saying it's not bad. Visual man. Obviously it's worth the nomination, but I don't know if it's worth the win, but uh, I just want to say the winners of the visual effects category for tenant were Andrew Jackson, David Lee, Andrew Lockie and Scott Fisher. So congratulations to them. Jimmy, what is next? Best costumes. Okay. The nominees are Emma birds of prey and promise the young woman, Jimmy, who got the golden bottle? Why are you doing, <laughs> why is it so extra? Just Birds let him
0: do it. Just let him
2: do it. Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn. I just want to say congratulations to Erin Benich for doing the costumes for Birds of Prey. She deserved it. Those are some good costumes. Birds. That's the thing. Like Birds of Prey, I feel like deserved a lot of. I mean, we gave Birds of Prey a lot of tech, like, a good amount of technical nominations, but I feel like for Oscars, like I feel like it deserved it because of how. Out of the usual, they original, made, how original all the Harley Quinn costumes were. Not even no, but I'm not saying just co- I'm saying like just like the like the actual like making of like that world, like they made Gotham. It's look like Mad
0: se- Max in the sense, yeah, like, like they, the technical aspect.
2: They made it. They made Gotham look seedy, but also like with an explosive amount of color and craziness, which I thought was pretty cool.
0: Personally, I thought Emma had better costumes, but I'm now, okay with birds. The,
2: the Birds of Prey, the the caution tape jacket, I think. People just went crazy when that originally first came out.
0: But the colors that Emma used was amazing. It popped so well.
2: I can't speak about that because I have not seen Emma yet. What's the award? Best hair and makeup. Best hair and makeup. The nominees are Borat Subsequent Movie Film, Emma, and Promised Young Woman. Jimmy, who got the golden bottle? Nope, wrong side. There you go. Borat Subsequent Movie Film. And let's just thank Lisa Layman, Katie Frey, and Thomas Kalernick for doing the hair and makeup. They had a lot. I was actually very hard to find. Like the heads. Because the- I was trying to find like, because I, I like, with stunts, I literally, if I would have put everyone they listed, it would have been 169 names for stunts, for Tenet. So I was like really like adamant about trying to find like the heads of people who would get nominated for like Oscars. So I just want to say like Borat was hard because usually the Oscars list has it. So I was like. And they got snubbed for Oscars, which is crazy, but it was hard to find their names. But congratulations. And we're they moving. that for one. was, was he the one who was, was he dressed like Trump when he went to the CPAC? The CPAC? Yeah. That was, I assume, good. Also, her, like, if you look at Maria Bakalova, she looks nothing like she yeah. actually looks in real life. Yeah. So, I mean, her yeah, makeup
0: was really good. Yeah. Again, <laughs> I voted for Emma, but I'm okay with for it. <laughs> it um,.
2: <laughs> Did the first one get nominated for makeup for Oscars? No, the first Oscars? one was only the, literally the only time it's been the adapted screenplay for the first and second one. So Maria Bakalova is the only time it broke out of that Yes. That also, section. fun fact, Borat is the only the second film to be nominated in a screenplay for its original and sequel. Oh, I guess the I- Godfather Ooh. was the first one for best... Uh, Screenplay. The third one didn't get the it, though, third. Right? I, I don't remember, but I know the first and second one did. And then Borat, and then Borat 2 got a screenplay and adaptation. Coming in with the fun facts, Jimmy. Thank and you. Todd Phillips was nominated for the first one because he, he wrote it. Oh, was he really? Yeah, fun fact. Oh, I didn't know he wrote that. Fun fact.
0: No, shotgun fact.
2: Yeah, Jimmy, Your shotguns no, no. and facts. I have fun facts. Okay. Thanks for making it awkward. Can we get on now? <laughs> Best production design. The nominees are Mank, Marani's Black Bottom, and Birds of Prey. Jimmy, who got the golden bottle? Mink. Congratulations to Donald, Graham Burt, and Jan Pascal for their work. I I don't remember the the design production design, like the sets. See, but one. like Mank Maybe act- because it was it was so many different locations like Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. I remember exactly what it looked like in Birds of Prey there was I've only like, it like seventeen three locations. That's what I'm thinking. See, but with Mank, I was thinking about it like I actually felt like I was watching like that's like I felt like I was in the '30s watching a movie. Like it was just the they like transported you there. Well, wow. it was the '40s, I think, or whatever time it was. I'm I'm saying like it it made me like everything about that movie like the it made you feel like you were. In it that was time the period.
0: Thir- late thirties, Jimmy. Oh, okay. I'm Make trying it, to think
2: when Citizen Kane came out.
0: You're making me stupid
2: on the podcast. You're trying to you're you're well, trying to
0: let me do it when Citizen Kane came, came out. This is about three no, no, but then before
2: I was out. trying to think before I thought it came out with in... the late thirties. It was the late thirties. Well, I
0: don't. Well, that's when the movie was. Seen. It was just like 1937, 1938.
2: Oh, it was 1941. But, okay, so then so then it would be before then. Jimmy's just trying to sabotage but, me.
0: I know, but the thing is, is like what I loved about it is that one of the things that did help it is that it was paramount studios every time we went on set and like we went on the paramount studio tour yeah and it's like paramount studios itself has a very still old-timey feel which like i love like compared to when we saw the warner brothers studios like warner brothers was kind of up to date but paramount still had like that old cool like old school hollywood feel which i think also helped
2: like I, I, like I was, um, I was watch, I watch, I watched a lot of videos and like saw a lot of pictures of, and like read articles about this when I was like voting, and they said like that was actually when they shot at the studios was the hardest because like a lot of it's already done for them, but at the same time there are little tiny things that they had to like disguise, like the the security cameras, the the lock bot, like the little pa- lock pads next to the doors. They said there were, ended up being like a laundry list of like things that they're like, well fuck, like this is more than dressing a set. From our minds, like, creating it from scratch. Well, that's, like, also when we went just when we went to the Paramount Studios and they were, like, oh, what's your favorite Paramount movie? And I was, like, Sunset Boulevard. And she was, like, excuse me? I was, like, what? She goes, no one ever says that film. And now I get to show you everywhere it was filmed. I was, like, thank you. I'm so excited now. <laughs> we did have a, I wish I knew her name because, like, we did have a really good tour guide. And I would shout her out, okay. but I don't she, remember. Well, I, I, she was I
0: still, also really – happy to know that we also knew what we were talking about yeah. we were just there to be like show
2: us this set i still can't believe that like no one has ever been like sunset boulevard show me like where she goes into the thing and all the, the writers rooms and she was just like i've no one has ever told me that those people either are currently working on the lot or they're they're getting private tours from people they know from working on the lot or they they're just they live in la and they're like we ain't doing that exactly we to tour. like we're we're tourists but like Film like crazy people Tourists I feel like more tourists You're like Oh my god Can I see the This Is Us set Like that's what they're looking that's for That's pretty much like Oh yeah That's pretty much like When like if We're in the city And like Can we see the Friends building And I'm like I want to go downtown I, I'm okay with that Because I love <laughs> Friends But Let's move on What's the next category Best editing The nominees are Promising Young Woman The Trial Chicago 7 And Nomadland Jimmy who is getting The Golden Bottle Promising Young Woman Congratulations to Frederick Thorroll Jimmy, really? Your phone's on, on Do Not Disturb. We were at an award show. I'm sorry. I thought it was. Oh my this god! This was on vibrate. Obviously, you don't care about awards. You're just here to open envelopes. I am. That's my job. But I mean, like, obviously, I actually could have gone for either. I'm, I would have been okay if any of them won. But like, the more I thought about Promising Woman, I was like, they made me feel a lot of things during this movie, so I, I kind of have to give it to them. <laughs> i know it could have just right. been like one long take and a been stupid but it wasn't what it could have been like one whole long take but they were like no we're gonna edit this perfectly oh my god why are you on this podcast sometimes i really have to ask that sometimes what is this Birdman? like what uh we Birdman wasn't even nominated for best editing cause there's only six edits in that film i guess i'm thinking more cinematography but kelly any thoughts on editing
0: um actually no it's like what you said I actually would have been happy with any of those movies but like I'm happy that it's Promising Young Woman because like the, mon- the like scene alone the Connie Britton one I don't know I just think it was like that that gets me with the editing because like you don't know what's it's just
2: Well, no. Here's the thing: you can go from a scene like the stars is the star is it stars are blind or stars is blind? Stars are blind. Stars are blind. You have that scene, and then you can go to a scene like like Kelly said with Connie Britton in the in the office with the school, and then you can go to a scene with in the the bachelor party. Like those three scenes, if you actually think about and 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 would watch them, they would never go to get like. That's hard to put together, but Mm -hmm. like the editing was like, chef's kiss. Jimmy, what's next award? Best cinematography. Okay. Yes, we're going. That's how we're pronouncing it today. Yes. Um, it is Nomadland. I did Land. not enjoy that. <laughs> Nomadland, Malcolm and Marie, and Mank. Jimmy, who got the golden bottle? Nomadland. I am happy for... I am ha- congr- By the way, congratulations to Joshua James Richards. Very happy for him. I have to say, though, I kind of want to make the one just because that's one of the most beautiful black and white films I've ever seen in my life. So, but I am happy for it. You have to watch more that's black, how and a black and
0: White That's how a Black and White film should be. It I'm is like, Malcolm and Marie, I hated that movie. No, I am just sorry. Say, I don't know how that's even nominated. I was going to say, Matt, thing.
2: you need to watch some, like, old, old Black and White movies, because they're pretty. They're, like, amazing. But here's, and, but I mean, I don't know what, with with Mank, I mean, you know I'm not, it's, I have to, like, some, I'm not, I'm not always in the mood to watch an old movie. I feel like Mank, though, it's like, it felt like an old movie that I actually was like, oh wow, like this is really good. I don't know. It's just, I, maybe because the, like everything, it's a more it's more modern, ta- I don't know. It was weird, but it's a weird explanation I'm trying no, to give. No, but
0: it was, no, I know what he's trying to say, but the thing is, is that the scene with Frances McDormand in the stream or the river, uh, that was just like, it was just beautiful. You, do you guys know what I'm talking about? Even uh, though she was naked in it. No, I, was,
2: <laughs> no, I know. I, I, I was thinking, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> was it beautiful? Because I don't even want to say what I was going to no, say. No, not can't, I because can't. <laughs> she was
0: naked, but it was just like really like the way she shot it. See, now it was very nice.
2: If I had to choose my favorite like look of a scene, it would be when she was um in that like rock. Uh, it was like and she looks the, into the camera. Is it when she gets lost in that rock kind of yeah, like formation the, yeah. mountain? And I was, it was like you just have all this empty space, but it was like beautiful to look at. And I thought that was, I thought that was great. So I am very, I mean, I'm fine with him winning. It's just, that was my only content and my only thing. See, but with Malcolm and Marie Kelly, I, it's not as much the black and white that I loved. It was just the way they shot it. I thought it was very, I, it was very interesting. How they use the mirrors and fine, all that.
0: I personally don't care for movies like Malcolm and Marie. So I'm pretty biased towards those. I'm not a huge fan of movies that are just like very long monologues. And mm-hmm. stuff. So, like, I feel like that drowns out any aesthetic that I may or may not enjoy because it's like, I don't know, Matthew and Maria, I have a lot of problems with. I just, that's a movie that, if it was a short film, maybe, but yeah. Jimmy? I have a lot of problems with that movie.
2: What is the next category? Next. Oh, it's best adapted <laughs> screenplay. I was going to say next adapted screenplay. Um, and the nominees for that are Nomad Land, One Night Miami, and The Invisible Man. Jimmy, who got the golden bottle? Oh, you could, like really tape this one. Oh, my God. we just tore it in half. Nomadland. Oh, my God. That's what I wish they would do at the Oscars, that I couldn't get open just rip it in half. No, but they keep those at the Oscars. They like People frame those, I think. What if you gave me the wrong... What if I had the wrong one in here? And like it was like Emma Stone. No, it was La, La Land. I know, but it said Emma Stone on the card. That's what they gave them. Is that why he said La Land? That's La why Way? he said La La Land. Because do you not remember when, um, oh my God, what, 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 Warren Beatty and Warren Faye, Faye Dunaway, I believe. Warren Beatty was like like looking. He was like, he was looking at it weirdly, and Faye Dunaway was like, it's La La Land because that's what she saw on there. Because Emma, it was Emma Stone, Stone, Stone wore La La Land. They gave her the best act. They gave her the other best actress one. People were fired. I mean, you guys don't agree with me at all on this, but I really wish when that Miami one. I, I don't like, I usually don't like things where it's like, it takes place all in one room, but the way they did this in the script, oh, God, it was know, so good. It's just, it's just not a good time for Miami right now, so... <laughs> is that, you think that's why I didn't win? I think that's why it didn't I win. <laughs> it didn't win. It's just, that should be the sequel. Not a good time for Miami. <laughs> it's just not a good time for Miami. I'm right actually,
0: now. like, super upset that The Five Bloods has not been in one fucking category yet.
2: Okay. <laughs> it's coming up soon.
0: <laughs> just hold on, Kelly. <laughs> I know which one it is for, but I'm very upset that it hasn't been in more. And
2: by the way... Congratulations to Chloe Zhao. She won for Best Adapted Screenplay. And can I ask a question? At first, they didn't have her listed for uh, for the screenplay. Who was the listed? I don't remember. Maybe they had the author Maybe. of the book. Maybe that's what I saw. But you know what? Now when they release an eternal Show, they can put Pop Award winner Chloe Zhao. Don't you worry. As soon as the award comes out, I will try to edit. Over all will... the other awards
0: she won, the Pop Award.
2: I will try and edit my own version of Pop Awards winner. to Multiple, who knows what kind of happen next, but multiple Oscar uh, Pop Award winner Chloe Zhao, 17 time <laughs> Pop Award winner <laughs> Chloe Zhao. I will try my best to make a <laughs> fake video of the, when, the, when the trailer comes out to put a little like black screen of that in, in front before the Oscar one because you know she's going to get the Oscar one. But uh, Jimmy, what's the next one? Best original screenplay. The nominees are Promising Young Woman, The Trial of Chicago Seven, and Palm Springs. And the winner is Palm Springs. No, I'm kidding. I'd be fine with that because I thought that was a great film. When I we know it's not Palm Springs because yep. you're a little brat. It's Promising Young Woman. You seem so upset about it. No, but I was thinking now when the Zatanna movie comes out, they can put and Pop Award writer Wow, they're Emerald already, Fennell. They're, by the way, congratulations to Emerald Fennell for winning the Pop Award for Best Original Screenplay. But I mean like you know, you, if you wanted to come onto our podcast, you can zoom. You don't have to actually come to our house. Yes, and, and I'll still send you the golden bottle. Don't worry, Emerald. Yeah. Um we don't have those crazy rules like the Oscars do. But I, I mean, as much as I love Trial, it's hard to like kind of not choose Promised Young Woman. I have to say, I, it, Trial of the Chicago Seven is just it's great, but it's just it's Aaron Sorkin. But Aaron Sorkin's amazing. Like he's great, but it's 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 Aaron Sorkin. You can literally just nothing It's different. Like nothing it's different. It's Aaron Sorkin. I know, but I don't need anything different. But well, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying, but I, I just...
0: We need innovation, Matt.
2: I know. I'm still telling you, even though I tried to do a joke in the beginning, I'm telling you, they're going to have so many like ripoffs of Promising young Woman that are going to be terrible coming out within the, in 2022 or 2023. I'm telling you. Oh, probably 2023. It's going to be like what Jimmy said, Promising Young Man, and it's going to be like, oh, no, woe is me. Promising Young... <laughs> promising Young Grandpa? No. Promising Young Baby... Uh, okay, Jimmy, what's the next award? Best Animated Picture. The nominees are Soul, Onward, and Wolfwalkers. Jimmy, who won the Golden Bottle? Soul. Extra loud for Soul, because you got so upset about that. I love Soul. I knew you were going to be upset. This is the one I knew you were going to be upset about. But, I mean, I love Soul, so I'm totally fine with that. Um, Jimmy? The next, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, the winners for that are Pete Doctor, Kemp Powers, and everyone else who worked on the film. So congratulations to them, Jimmy. What's the next category? Best Ensemble. Do you notice how the envelopes change now? Yes, they do. Because I ran out in the beginning, so <laughs> and those were makeshift ones. Okay, Best Ensemble are the Five Bloods, Minari. I don't know why I'm screaming, I'm very excited. Um, and the Trial of Chicago Seven, Jimmy. What is the Golden Bottle going to, or who is the, go- or who are? I guess. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Just say it. The Trial of the Chicago 7. Oh, my God. Sorry, I'm really excited about That's that. Because I love Chicago. Okay, now, this is a very long list. I took it from the SAG Award list of the ensemble. I'm
0: not happy with that.
2: <laughs> oh, before I say it then, what What what, did you, what were you hoping? Minari. And they were very good, but Trial is just like, I didn't see one bad person in that movie. I know you guys did, but I
0: I didn't. don't think that. I forgot his name. Eddie well, Redmayne. Like. Eddie Redman. I don't think that. Yeah, I don't think he was strong at all in that movie.
2: Okay, so the, the winners of the Golden Bottle are, to be specific, Yahya Abdul Mateen II, Sasha Baron Cohen, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Calvin Harris Harrison Jr., Michael Keaton, Franklin Jela, John Carroll Lynch, Eddie Redmayne, Mark Rylance, Alex Sharp, Jeremy Strong, and everyone else who acted on the film. Congratulations to you all. Jimmy, let's move on. Who's next? Best Supporting Actress. Okay, the nominees are... I had to do a dramatic page turn. The nominees are Glenn Close, Hillbilly Elegy, Maria Bakalova, Borat, f- <laughs> <laughs> Borat Subsequent Movie Film, and Yun Yun Jun for Minari. I practiced that, by the way. I just want to say I practiced a lot of these names before doing this. want to be professional. Jimmy, who got the golden bottle? Uh, yeah, Jimmy, say it. <laughs> Yun Yun Jun. <laughs> The Minari. Oh, sorry. I was, was <laughs> I'm sorry. That, that was a, I pressed <laughs> it too early. I pressed it too early. <laughs> but I mean, the congr- audience was just—they just were floored at that. <laughs> they couldn't—they couldn't react quick enough. They were—they were—they didn't know how you were going to say it, so they were waiting. Um, but yeah, congratulations to her. She deserved it. Um, Jimmy, who is next? What's actor next? Nominee. Best. Okay, so the nominees for best supporting actor are Alan Kim Minari, Daniel Kaluuya, Judas and the Black Messiah, and Franklin Langella, the trial Chicago Seven, Jimmy. Who got the golden bottle? Thank you. All right. Are you, are you waiting for me to say that? Okay. Daniel Kaluuya. Okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I hiccuped when I said it. <laughs> that was the best. Oh, that was so good. Oh my gosh. Daniel Kaluuya. No, Kaluya? Kaluuya. 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 I can't talk right now. Daniel Kaluuya. <laughs> Okay, congratulations to him. He was amazing in this. Um, Jimmy, I mean, I would say we can accept it on behalf for all these actor ones. He was ones, the best part of that movie. Actually, no, for all these, we're accepting that on them. Uh, we're accepting it no, no, on I'm their I'm behalf. Sorry. We do have uh, Carrie Mulligan backstage, oh, behind, the, behind in our basement. In our basement, yeah, you didn't <laughs> we, know that. We have her in our basement. Well, that's just you didn't wrong. hear a
0: British woman behind you.
2: I didn't hear someone bring a. Meryl Streep's not even nominated, but she's here. She's here because she <laughs> thought she was nominated. Was she even in a movie this year? The Prom. Okay, you don't need to scream... Look, that was really loud, Jimmy. And anyway, we're accepting it on everyone's behalf. Jimmy, what's the next category? Best Actress. The nominees are... Oh, she's backstage. perfect. Carrie Mulligan, Promising Young Woman. Vanessa Kirby, Pieces of a Woman. A lot of women. Oh, it's women. (laughs) (laughs) And... (laughs) Why are there a lot of women nominated in this category, man? (laughs) Frances McDormand, Nomadland. Jimmy, who... Who got the Pop Award? Who got the Golden Pile? (laughs) Oh, this is a mess. It's a woman. (laughs) (laughs) Carrie (laughs) Mulligan. That's a (laughs) young woman. Okay, Carrie, you can come out now. I would do a British accent, but I'm not going to disrespect her like that. Hello. Oh. oh. Stop, stop. No, that was not remotely. was that? I don't know. What are you accepting from um, Eurovision? Like, let's say like Hello. Swedish. Yeah. Stop. Stop. I've stop. muted you about you seven like times that guy today. You like
0: the dude from Frozen. Yeah. You sound like the dude from
2: Frozen. The guy with, the, cat, the, guy with the, the store, right? Oaken?
0: Yeah, the guy with the store. Hello. <laughs> Oaken.
2: Wow, we're really going off the rails at the end here. Adrian, uh, what's next? Best actor. The nominees Four. are. Okay, the nominees are. <laughs> Delroy Lindo, The Five Bloods. Kelly, there's a, oh, there was already The Five Bloods before, but another The Five Bloods. Chadwick Boseman, Marini's Black Bottom, and Stephen Yen, Minari. Jimmy, who got the golden bottle? Is it a man? Delroy Lindo, The Five Bloods. they're so happy he won he's so fucking good in that movie i I am very happy he won because this is kind of like a fuck you to the oscars that they didn't even nominate him even nominate him he deserves a nomination more important pop awards when his next movie comes when the good the good fight trailer comes out or is there he was supposed to not be in the next season so oh i'll put it anyway
0: (laughs) i mean he probably wouldn't have won anyways which is sad because they're gonna give it to chadwick boseman posthumously of you know
2: but I, all, I mean, I love Del Arindo in this, and I thought he was great in this, but I thought Chadwick Boseman was better. I, I just thought... The no, w-
0: I have to disagree with that. I love Chadwick Boseman. Rest in peace, bro. But like, for real, Del Lindo was phenomenal in The Five Bloods.
2: And I, I don't disagree with you. It's just some of the, the monologues he gave, I was like, literally like, I couldn't even take my eyes off the screen for, oh, Chadwick, for, her, Bo- oh. for Chadwick Boseman on Marini's Black Bottom. I was like, um, oh my God. Excuse me, when he's walking through the woods and they had that like eight minute monologue, that that is the... Best acting I've seen I'm not all year. disagreeing that he was amazing. I'm just saying Chadwick was a little better. But we'll move I on. I don't
0: think so because I felt like his monologues were stuck. His monologues are the type of monologues that I do not care for. Chadwick Boseman, you're saying? Yeah, okay. just long. No, drawn I, out.
2: And that's probably why Delroy is probably higher for you. But I'm just saying, in my opinion, that I thought, he, I thought they both were great, but Chadwick was, had a little bit of an edge. But Jimmy, who's the next award Best for? Best director. Best director. The nominees are... Aaron Sorkin, The Trial of Chicago 7, Chloe Zhao, Nomadland, and Emerald Fennell, Promising Young Woman. Jimmy, who got the golden bottle? Oh, oh my God, you're very excited for this one. Chloe Zhao, Nomadland.
0: Why'd you say it like that?
2: I don't know. Jimmy's getting on if the he's, end.
0: He's channeling Carrie Mulligan.
2: <laughs> Hello. <laughs> She's backstage. She's backstage.
0: So they have a Cockney accent now. She cannot be
2: British. Actors. Hello, Gump. Wait, she's backstage. She won Best Actress. Why didn't she give a speech? She's a little shy. Oh, okay. Podcast shy. Not, yeah. Okay. Not television shy. No. Uh, Jimmy, what is the congratulations to Chloe Zhao? Oh, look at that! First Pop Awards, and we have a Asian woman. Look at look how That's diverse the we are Pop Awards. Look, at the second Pop Awards, and we have an Asian woman. Look how diverse we are. I think what we, did did Bong Joon Ho win our first one? Yes. So you know what? We've been diverse since long before. It takes Oscars ninety three years. It takes us two, one year, and then two for a woman.
0: We yeah. are the definitive award show. I yeah.
2: mean, if anyone's listening to this, that's what you should take away from this episode: is that we are the best. We're better. Oscars are the biggest movie night. No, the Pop Awards are the biggest movie night. Yeah, or podcast, I guess. Jimmy, what's next? Is this the big one? <laughs> best Picture. <laughs> Why is your voice cracking? I don't know. Your voice
0: crack? Are you going through puberty again? I
2: don't know. <laughs> Jimmy's very excited. Jimmy's nervous for this one. He has no know who's going to win. Uh, the nominees are The Five Bloods. Did you open it already? <laughs> I wanted to be like Meryl Streep that one time. Stop, no. Uh, Defy, the nominees are The Five Bloods, The Invisible Man. Are you looking at it? No. Then why are you staring at me like that? <laughs> okay. The Five Bloods, The Invisible Man, Mank, Minari, Nomadland, Promised Young Woman, In the Trial, Chicago 7, Jimmy, What Got, The Golden Nomad Bottle. Nomadland. <laughs> I mean, Nomadland... There's something about this movie that just... I think just, Promising Young Woman should have won, but that's just... Me. Oh, and then let me let me say who won the award. I mean, who got the golden b- bottle? It's France McDormand, Peter Spears, Molly Asher, Dan Jv, Chloe Zhao, and everyone else who worked in the film. Congratulations. Once again... You sounds like you're just hitting the mic. Once again, if anyone wants a golden bottle, sure. reach out to me, and I will, I will send you one. But No Man Line, there's something about that movie that just makes me like... I can't take my eyes off of it. I don't know what it was it about this movie. It just feels
0: so authentic. It just feels so authentic.
2: Maybe that's what it is. and It, like, it almost felt like a documentary. I, I don't know if that's the reason. But it wasn't. I think that's it. That, no, I know. That's, that's what I'm saying. That's the reason why. I think it was like you were watching a documentary, like a scripted documentary. So wait, actually... When I when the when the Eternals trailer comes out, I can put. She's technically she won for Best Picture. She's a three time three time pop, pop Award winner. Wow. wow, people are gonna go crazy over that trailer. Oh she my god, she
0: is elite. She is the top of the elite now. I she's mean, beyond elite. That's what you gotta be. What's, what's above elite?
2: <laughs> Supreme. Supreme. When now during our third annual Pop Awards, if no one hits three, like that's the that's the award number to beat is three okay we have a bonus treat for you guys earlier i chatted with max joseph from max joseph film person on youtube his channel and we talked about the oscars and the final predictions because the oscars are only a couple weeks away which is kind of crazy with all this covid stuff and all the time and all the uh date changes and all that it's only a couple weeks away so the big question is who is gonna win so i talked to him and he gave us his final predictions so check it out Hey, everyone. I am talking to our resident Oscar guy, Max Joseph, from Max Joseph Film Person on YouTube. How are you?
1: Wonderful. I'm so happy to be here again. I feel like I am like the... How many people get the host of SNL, like that five-time <laughs> jacket or like whatever? Club? You know what I'm talking about? I yeah. feel like I'm, I'm I'm waiting to get to my five. So I'm very happy to be here talking to you. How are you doing?
2: Good, good. I mean, like I just said before we like started recording, last time we talked, it was early January and it was like, The Oscars, it was happening. A lot of the movies already came out, but like, no, it wasn't like official yet. It's weird. I don't know. With the whole time change, it was weird. So now, like, I'm ready for like a final predictions from you. I've seen your video. For our our (sighs) listeners who haven't seen it, I'm very, I want them to get your input. Before we start, I just want to say, like, what did you think of the nominations? Because we haven't talked about that.
1: Overall, I think they nailed it. But there were some huge misses. Um, I really appreciated the diversity. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, I believe nine out of the 20 acting categories and were people of color. Yeah. um, Which was huge. That's, I believe the highest it's ever been. I think so. Um, There's potential for the first time ever for picture director and both screenplays to be won by women. That's never been done. All four acting categories could be won by people of color. I mean, it's, it, it, this has the potential to be one of the greatest and most, historic Oscars ever. So glaring emissions of best picture were probably like, you know, uh, Ma Rainey, One Night in Miami. But like overall, I think it's a really solid group of nominees. I think they did a pretty good job.
2: I also hate that this is during COVID because like, there's definitely going to be an asterisk to people, um, on this year. And I hate the people who, you know, Oscars are a huge thing. And like, If I was getting nominated for an Oscar this year, I would hate that it would be like I might not be able to go. Like, I would hate Mm -hmm. that. Like, I'd be like, you have to come or you can't do Zoom. I'm like, this might be my only chance for an Oscar. Like, I'm going to I'm going to be there no matter what. You can't tell me. Like, I would hate that. I don't know how you felt about those rules. But
1: yeah, I mean, it's unfortunate, but I am going to encourage everyone that there shouldn't be an asterisk next to this exactly this is an unbelievable like it's not just like oh these are okay movies no these are freaking amazing movies being made Mm -hmm. and this there was an article on some website that like um are these oscars going to be even important and i thought that was no offense to whoever wrote this article the dumbest thing i've ever read in my life i'm like do you see who is nominated do you see the history that's being made this what uh, The last 10 years, this is the one that should be highlighted the most. Mm-hmm. I don't understand why there. So anyway, my point is there should not be an asterisk, even though people will, I will not.
2: No, exactly. I feel the same way. I just hate that. there. That mentality is definitely going to go. It's going to be surrounded by this year. And I, I hate it because there really? is so much great. There was great movies. And I think it's like well-deserving of these people who, a lot of times they never broke through. Like, I think in 2019, I like took to put an example. Like, there could have been literally a whole five nominees of female directors that could have just been nominated, and it would have been great. And I feel like this year, like, I think in people's heads, like, they're finally saying, wow, like, maybe we should just nominate these people. So I feel right. like it's, I think it's, this year is a big jumping off point, I think, for future years also. Totally. I'm just going to jump to actress, best actress, because literally, like, not the same person as... And we've had the SAG Awards now. So, like, this was a big thing for the actors category. Viola Davis mm-hmm. won the SAG Awards. Day yeah,
1: won the Globe. Thank Viola you. Davis won the SAG. Carrie Mulligan won the Critics' Choice.
2: Exactly. And there's still BAFTA and there's still Oscars. Like, literally, like, not the same person can win any of these awards, which I think is crazy.
1: And it, it also makes me think, who's going to win? This is the craziest this category maybe has ever been. Mm-hmm. And I someone might be able to correct me if I'm wrong but I don't think this has ever happened where it's been different every single ceremony um and even if it has it's been a minute mm-hmm. um this is not normal yeah but it's really really exciting for everyone because like last year every single person won the same every every single person won it every single time mm-hmm. so there was no like oh maybe it'll be this person it's like like, we know Daniel Kaluuya is going to win. We know that uh, Chadwick Boseman is going to win. That's mm-hmm. done, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. But in this, it could actually be any of these five. Because let's say Fran wins uh, uh, BAFTA. Kirby's the only one who missed. Mm-hmm. Would that be historic if, like, they just did it? They gave it to Kirby. Or we just don't know. They could also give it to Kirby.
2: And you know, you know the Oscars. It's like... That they would do that like the oscars are sometimes Definitely. crazy where they're just like oh this person hasn't won yet sure let's just give it to her right um so like you said before i love when it's like you don't know and i think that's what like people don't watch the oscars as much anymore because they're like the same person has won throughout the entire year and you're like okay cool like i can just like look at my phone and like be like okay that's what i thought and i love how it's a surprise okay. now this year it's, this year is like a big surprise for a lot of categories actually so what are you yeah. putting your what are you putting your money on which
1: actress? My predictions are going to be changing probably uh-huh. up until the day of. Okay. Right now, I'm going to go back to Viola Davis. Mm-hmm. Um, mainly because that's who I had winning for the last four months, I think. Mm-hmm. And then this last month, I was like, you know what? I'm do- doing Carrie Mulligan. Yeah. And now that Viola won SAG, I'm like, mm. I'm going to go Viola, but it could be Vanessa Kirby. It, it could be Andre Day. I have no clue and anyone who says that thing like this is obvious like i know who's gonna win they're wrong exactly that yeah. is insane
2: whoever's i know there's betting sometimes on the oscars whoever's betting on these oscars there's gonna be like a thousand dollar winner for that category i have a feeling. more than
1: that yeah uh, this is probably the most unpredictable category out of everything. I'm like going through like the list of yeah. categories. This is insane. Same with, uh, which I'm sure we'll talk about supporting actress. And
2: I want, um, I want to get to it because I actually have that my next one. But before we get there, you mentioned that sure, Chadwick sure, sure. has actor like sealed, locked and sent off. Is there Done. any, ch- I just recently watched the father. And is there any chance that Anthony Hopkins can be a surprise? Cause I was like, if it's going to be broken through, it's going to be him. I think 100%.
1: If it's anyone else, it's Hopkins. Yeah. Um, he gave the second, to me, the second best performance of the year behind Chadwick Boseman. Definitely deserving. Yeah. Chadwick is not losing this Oscar. There's just no way. No. He's- I- he has every single thing going for him in all facets. And also, like, dis- like disregarding his untimely death, which is like still mm-hmm. mind-boggling to me and so upsetting. Yeah, he gave one of the best performances I've ever seen in my life.
2: Yeah, I was going like, to say the same thing. Like, he's deserving of it, but I was just like in the back of my hi- my mind, watching the father. I was like, "Well, damn!" Like, I've I- I've never seen Anthony. Hall. I think we talked about this last time you were on. I was like, "I've never seen him this good." I was like,
1: "Ever." And it's not sad that he's not going to win, but like, I- if I were voting, yeah. And Chadwick Boseman was alive, I would still give it to Chadwick Boseman.
2: Exactly. Because it's almost like a, I I was thinking of this earlier. It's like a Meryl Streep type situation. Like, you're not going to think she's going to win. And I have nowhere, like, the Oscars just love, like, the acting royalty, pretty much, I want to say it, of these people who have been around so long and so many nominations where they're just like, you know what? I like that person. Let me just get, and, like, that's what I'm in my mind. I'm like, is that going to affect Chadwick? Which I think he deserves it. Like, you said, like, he is the number one person to get this, in my opinion. But get my mind, like I said before, Oscars do some weird stuff. And, like, they're just going to be like, well, you know what? I do like him in other movies. Let me just write that down. Right. Um, so let's, let's go to a, a supporting actress. I, sure. Uh, once again, like, I, I think it's going to be Yoon Jung Eun, I think. Yeah, Yoon Eun. Um, I think it's going to be her. I would personally love Glenn Close. I am the, in the minority of loving her in that movie.
1: I think she's great in that movie. Maria Bakalova.
2: I mean like I think like I just watched your video and, and, and like pretty much Amanda Seyfried I think is at the end of that list. I don't think she's coming th- I don't think she's breaking through.
1: She's also the only one who only got 2 out of the total 4 big big ones. Exactly. Not so, that that matters a lot, but it it is significant.
2: It does. I mean in a sad way it does matter. Yeah. Um so now you had um Maria Bacalova at the top. And then that was before SAG. So now, like, what yes, are you thinking it after SAG?
1: I, I think it's between the two. Okay. Um, I probably am going to have to be smart and go for Yu Yoo Jung Yoon. Um, but my heart is saying something very different, even though... Here's the truth. I would put Maria at one, and then Yoo Jung Yoon. Both I would love to see happen. So I will be very happy for either of them. But I so desperately want... Maria to win because I think she does give the best performance of these five and also comedic performances are not looked on as favorably as dramatic which I hate and I it should be a huge it could be a huge statement to the to the film community that like listen these things are this is this is amazing stuff that these people are doing like the stuff that Andy Samberg and um, um, Christina uh, Milani did in uh, Palm Springs Come on, that's always—they're so good in that. Sasha Baron Cohen and Borat, unbelievable work. So right now, I have and it, all that being said, I have Yu Yoo Jong Yoon mm-hmm. winning, but I am very, very likely to change it back to Maria Bakalova because I just want it to happen, full knowing it's not going to.
2: No, and I literally everything you just said, like I agree with. I think I love. I love when they acknowledge a comedy or like more of comedic uh, performance because I'm like you realize that like comedy can be Oscar worthy. I was like, it's not just drama. Like those jokes have to land. And like a lot of that, a lot of that timing and stuff is expert level.
1: It, no, it is. Yeah. That is a fact.
2: And I think that like, I think she, I think she was better. I think it wouldn't be a surprise. It'd be like a Mark Ryland's type situation with the bridge of spies. If she won. And I don't, I don't count that out. And I think it's, a, I think it's a 90% chance she's going to win. I mean, she, I mean, the other actress could just swoop right in. Cause she has won. I, I'm like you, I have to be smart and I have to in my head be like, okay, she's won all these awards. But I'm like, I don't know. Like she can pull it out. I, I, I think she can pull one of those surprises that we haven't seen in a little bit. So I'm also like, you know, I'm, I'm crossing my fingers. I'm hoping she gets it. Cause she was so good.
1: I also think Glenn Close could win. I genuinely think she's in the running for one, two, three.
2: I was going to ask that cause I was like, I love her in it, but like she's been getting all these nominations and then the whole thing with the Razzies and the Oscars happened where she got both. And I was like, I, I don't know what's gonna happen. I, I, I'm confused now with that with that nomination. I think that's just more of a I nomination. Think people would,
1: will, yeah, I think people would see her name and just vote for it. But, I think that that is where the vote for her will come. They'll be like, I don't know, any oh, Olivia Coleman, Amanda. Like the two most biggest names on here are, are probably Glenn Close and Olivia Coleman, followed by Amanda Seyfried, mm-hmm. followed by a tie between Jung Yoon and Maria Bakalova. Mm-hmm. So if you if I'm a voter. And you know, not that I'm knocking on voters, but yeah. we all know that they don't watch every single movie. But if I see someone I know, I would probably vote for them. Thankfully, I, I you know, I watch all these movies, but no, like, yeah. I can see people voting for Glenn Close full well knowing. A, I know that name. B, they probably know she doesn't have an Oscar.
2: You know, not an acting category. Let's do Definitely. cinematography. because. Do I am, I I want Mank to win because I think that was one of the most beautiful black and white films I've seen in my lifetime. Sure. And I mean, no disrespect to Nomadland. I think that was a beautiful movie as well, but it seems like everyone's leaning towards Nomadland. Uh, What, what would you be your thoughts on that?
1: I would vote for Nomadland Mm -hmm. because I think it tells a better story. Okay. I think the cinematography tells a better story. I think you put the, the, I'm very weird about Mank mm-hmm. I think it's a technically perfect film that I don't really care about
2: okay yeah I can see that
1: and I think if you took out the black and white it wouldn't be nearly as pretty to look at yeah not saying that that is why it is pretty because it's black and white but I do think if you took that out it would kind of lose some of its charm which it it did it so like it has the charm of the black and white film uh, from Eric Meerschmidt his photography is freaking fantastic and he'd mm-hmm. probably be in my three for the year yeah but i would definitely vote for nomad land by a lot actually i just think joshua james richards's photography is just like a lot more like striking and like i don't know how to better explain it by saying other than saying like it just it tells the story more
2: the only thing though is why i have to push back on is like if you're saying the black and white is like if it was taken away it wouldn't have been as good of a movie doesn't that mean it was that good though Do you know what I'm saying with the black and white?
1: That's but but I totally understand what you're saying. But it had it. It had the charm. Mm -hmm. So like everything I. So like I was kind of like voiding everything I said. It had the black and white charm. But I think there are people, movie viewers, critics, not critics, whatever you are, Mm -hmm. who see oh black and white. Oh oh it's oh oh oh. The the good thing about Mank is that it was black and white and it should be black and white mm-hmm. there are other films that come out there that are shot in black and white and you're like um what's Why? the point though yeah and i think the good thing about mank is by the way mank would probably be my two yeah. followed by nomadland like in my personal thing mm-hmm. I, I like it's a very i would have them close together but i just nomadland's definitely ahead
2: now when you go to directing do you think that uh if chloe Zhao wins best director do you think it was like you actually thought she was the best director? Or do you think it's more like I, I appreciate her work and it's well-deserved, but I would have gone with someone else?
1: I would definitely go with someone else. I would okay. probably go with either – I would go with Emerald Fennell first. Okay. Followed by Lee Isaac Chung. Probably followed by – I need to give another round another look. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't want to say Thomas Fincher yet, but Fincher would probably be my last option. Okay. But – I'm really excited for Chloe Zhao because I think it's a really well directed film.
2: Yeah, like you, like you've been saying, I think for like months, Nomadland is the movie to beat, like in a lot of categories.
1: And if you are betting against Nomadland in director and picture, you're pretty ballsy. Listen, good for you, but especially, especially in director, mm-hmm. I mean, Chloe Zhao hasn't lost a single thing. I know. Like it's she's crazy. not going to lose, and if you vote against her, then like, great. That is one of the most dare that that would be almost like voting for whatever parasite was against last year in yeah. international.
2: I see. I want to talk about editing now. Okay, so I would love if Trial Chicago won um, editing because I think it's I think it's going to get shut out this year. In all honesty, in my opinion, which I hate because it was like one of my favorite movies. Totally, but. I wouldn't be surprised if Promising Young Woman won.
1: I would be very surprised.
2: Because it's just, I don't know. I mean, maybe because it's people I talk about, like we always talk about how crazy, just gender bending that kind of, like how we said like comedy doesn't get really um, acknowledged. This had like romantic comedy, like thriller, and it had all Uh these things so perfectly. And I was like, I can see it coming out. I mean, yes, I would be surprised, but I can see it kind of being like, wow, it's Promising Young Woman. Okay, I can see that outcome. I don't know if you can, but.
1: I can't. Okay. But I think it's between the three. I think it's between Chicago seven, which I would vote for that or sound of metal. Um, nomad land and sound of metal. Okay. Um, promising young woman and the father are probably in the back for me. Mm-hmm. That would be a very shocking win for promising young woman. And it would look good for later in the night.
2: Oh yeah. Yeah.
1: Not that I think it's going to be Nomadland, but you know, Oh, we didn't talk uh, about picture. I'm
2: so sorry. Wait, I thought we talked about oh, picture. Let's do it. Let's, let's do talk it. about picture. What are you, what do you think? Because I, I, I think it's going to be Nomadland, but a surprise could be, be... I actually don't know what a surprise could be because I think it's going to be Nomadland no matter what.
1: I think it's going to be Nomadland. I think okay. anyone's argument against it is Trial Chicago 7, which won SAG, mm-hmm. which is great. Black Panther won that award. Yeah, Didn't mean much. I mean, not... Sorry, didn't mean much no, in the terms yeah. of the Oscar win. Yeah, um, Nomadland wouldn't have been... It's not a SAG ensemble movie. Like, yeah. that... Just to me, that wouldn't have worked out. Again, it's just a bold move to say anything else. I think Nomadland is the clear logical you cannot bet against it mm-hmm. unless you're just ballsy, which is great. Um, but I like I if I, if it were up to me, I would put promising young woman in there. I was going to ask
2: if you were ballsy, like what would be your like you know what I think this could sneak through so you're thinking Promising Young Woman or or are you thinking that I mean if,
1: listen if it were up to me I'd give it to either one of three of these movies either Promising Young Woman Minari or Judas but Nomadland one globe one PGA one critics choice um Chicago 7 is the only other one to get in for all four and it's the only other one that's won something mm-hmm. uh, but it's Nomadland yeah. I mean no, it's yeah. like it's ha- it something hasn't been this clear in a while yeah. like let me see like Land has like what 37 38 awards this wins for picture this season the next up is promising an woman with one two three four five six seven eight nine ten or something yeah it's crazy like that that's not normal yeah so to vote against it is just you, you go go for it <laughs> but you un- until it's something else is said You have to assume it's Nomadland.
2: Yeah, until like the envelope, until La La Land wins, pretty much. Like until they scream something random, like it's it's Nomadland until then.
1: Totally. When you win so many of these things and somehow you don't win an Oscar, it doesn't make sense. Mm -hmm. Great, I love when history like breaks and like records are meant to be broken. Yeah. But when you win all this stuff and you were considered a frontrunner for a very long time and you get nominated everywhere, you win everywhere. It just it just doesn't make sense to me it's like winning so, a and, bunch
2: of races and then someone's like ah, you've won the Olympics I don't think you're gonna win again you know what I'm saying like it's like saying you won something crazy amount and then it's just like you know what I think it's gonna be uh you know Bob over there I don't he's won nothing but you know he's gonna he's gonna win now
1: but there's a bunch of categories that are probably up in the air like I don't think song is straightforward okay. um I think it's right now between speak now and scene. Could, the, so
2: you think Diane Warren can actually get her final Oscar? Her, uh, her one Oscar,
1: finally. That is my only reason <laughs> that I think she could win. Okay. Which is a very, very big reason because this is number 12, 12th nomination, I think.
2: 12th time's the charm.
1: I mean, that's insane. <laughs> so, like, although I think Speak Now is the better song, mm-hmm. 12 nominations without a win for one of, like, the most nominated, probably the for Diane Warren. Yeah. For I mean... If anyone's time, that, that that conversation starts to take place. It's the same conversation
2: um, we have at Glenn Close. It's like you exactly. can recognize so much. It's like at some point someone's going to be like, oh, give this poor girl uh, an Oscar at this point.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Screenplay is really interesting because it's either Promising Young Woman or Chicago 7. And Promising Young Woman has critics WGA, but Chicago 7 has The Globe. You know what? But I think it's going to be a Promising Young Woman the, um, screenplay. I hope so. I hope so, because I think it is a – I don't know if it's better. I just think it's more creative.
2: Well, someone brought this up to me, Like, and I think both are amazing, but, like, someone said that Trial is Aaron Sorkin through and through, and that is great, but he's done it before, while Promising is like a, holy shit, like, this movie is like wh- – I was not expecting any of this to happen.
1: Right, and it's – both are valid and exactly. worthy of a win because – Who cares if it's it's the same old Aaron Sorkin? I don't freaking care. He's the greatest screenwriter on the planet. That's, yeah.
2: It was an interesting point someone made to me. I was like, I get it. I love Trial. I want it to win still, but I also want Promising Young Woman to win. But I get the argument someone had with that.
1: I would actually be pretty happy with all five of these winning. This is a really unbelievable... I mean, Promising Young Woman, Chicago 7, Minari, Judas, and Sound of Metal. This lineup is crazy amazing.
2: Five-way tie.
1: (laughs) Can you imagine?
2: (laughs) I want you to plug everything that you're doing. So I want to give you the chance to where you're at everywhere. So
1: sure, sure, sure. Yes. So subscribe to my channel on YouTube, <laughs> youtube.com slash Max Joseph film person. Follow me on social media, uh, Twitter, Instagram, letterbox at mjoseph 192 Facebook, facebook.com slash Max Joseph film person. Oh, all of the above.
2: Um, but thank <laughs> you so right. much for being on here. I really appreciate you coming on, giving your input. I mean, definitely. Whenever you want to come on, just let us know and you are welcome anytime.
1: We will definitely do post Oscars kind of deal. I got to get my five-year, uh, my, my five-club jacket.
2: That's true. You have two more, two more things to go.
1: Yeah, thank you so much for having me. It's always a pleasure and honor to be here.
2: Three more times and you got that jacket. I promise you. Oh, yes! <laughs> we just want to say thank you again for Max Joseph being on the show. I mean, we love having him on and we hope he can be on many more times. I, I'm not going to lie, I'm kind, of, I'm kind of upset. I wish we had more categories. I kind of had fun during this episode. Do you want me to make some up? Yeah, make up a category. Just one. Best child actor. with nominees? Alan Kim. Alan Kim. Mm-hmm. Who else was a child actor <laughs> this year? I wish, from, <laughs> I wish it was Jojo from Jojo Rabbit last year. Uh, who's we have? Alan Kim from Minari, Ryder Allen from Palmer. Ibrahima Grier from The Life Ahead. Talia Ryder from Never Rarely Sometimes Always. Carolyn Springall in The Midnight Sky and Helena Zengel from News of the World. Hey, Will,
0: I haven't seen any of those.
2: (laughs) Minari. I saw a couple, but I feel like if if it was us three... Actually, Talia Ryder was freaking amazing and never rarely, sometimes, always. So would that be your vote? No, Alan Kim would. Alan Kim, Kelly would be Alan Kim, and I would be Alan Kim. So if that award existed, an honor award show, maybe next year, Alan Kim would win. So congratulations to the fake award, Alan Kim.
0: It depends on how many children there are in all the movies we see.
2: Well, in that case, guys, thank you so much for listening. We'll see you later. Bye. 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 Thanks so much for listening. You can hear us anywhere you listen to podcasts, and we want to hear what you think, so leave us a review. Give us some likes on social media at Review. Click around www.popporereview.com. Become a member of our Patreon page, patreon.com backslash Review for exclusive content and drink recipes. And one last thing before you go, make sure to check out the Titan Media Collective and Titancast Network. Enjoy the rest of your Movie Monday. Review, we like to drink drink, and we like to watch movies. That was a Titancast episode.